over the past couple of years where it was just kind of like a hype driven cycle, pump and dumps and like almost scams. Moving into the future, I think this whole focus on real utility and actually usable UX, that omni-chain component is integral to that. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the IDK show. I'm Cindy from Buzidao, and we're, you know, a bunch of really cool founders and builders and creators in the space. One of our major goals this year is to host Taipei Blockchain Week, one of the first global crypto conferences in Taiwan. Our speakers include People Pleaser, Kevin Lin, Tom Schmidt. Today we have Brandon from Zeta Chain, a L1 Omnichain that has interoperability built in. They will be at Taipei Blockchain Week in December. Uh, we're very excited to have them. Can we start off with maybe like an introduction of yourself? I think you have a really interesting history. I was definitely doing a little LinkedIn stalking, but uh, I would love <laughs> to hear about how, how you got started in the space um, and what you're building now. Yeah, so my background is combination of design, engineering, product work. Started at Stanford, dropped out uh, to work on a company with my brother uh, and worked on that for a couple of years and we sold at the end of 2020. And then since then, I was kind of Bouncing around, exploring different industries, social, SaaS, crypto, um, and eventually landed in crypto, talking to the founder of ZetaChain, Knocker, uh, just about problems in the space, and then ended up joining pretty early on with him working to solve this big interoperability problem this past couple of years of all of these new L1s popping up and people just struggling to figure out what is even going on with new blockchain here, new L2 here. How do I get assets from this place to this place? But basically, we're able to connect uh, any chain, including Bitcoin and Dogecoin, uh, smart contract platforms like Ethereum, Ecosystem, Solana, Cosmos, even new ones like Aptosui, uh, we're compatible with and can connect to and let you transact really seamlessly between all of them. Uh, almost as if it was a centralized exchange, but in a decentralized manner. Yeah, I think I got lots of questions um, about that. But first, uh, why interoperability? Uh, why, why that topic? When I first started using crypto, I mean, everyone kind of onboards through a centralized exchange. You go on Coinbase or FTX <laughs> or whatever, and you buy crypto and you try to get it onto a wallet and then you kind of get stuck in some way at some point where, yeah, you're buying an NFT on Ethereum and then you start hearing your friends talking about Solana and then you're like, wait, how do like, what does that even mean? And I think at the core of the reason why a lot of people don't end up going deeper in is because of that barrier that you end up hitting that wall and interoperability is solving that problem. It shouldn't really matter what network you're operating on in a lot of ways. Uh, maybe there's some benefit like speed or games that are built on certain blockchains. But at the end of the day, it's, it's to a user, it's just like, I, I just want to get some value or be able to play this game on this network that shouldn't really matter to me. It just seemed like these UX problems and also engineering problems that seemed really meaningful to solve to bring crypto to a lot more people, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I totally agree with um, 
that interoperability is a necessity necessity and like what will drive more users onto crypto uh, there's definitely a huge barrier in not just understanding like what's all out there but like you said all the issues with transferring funds from one chain to another there's a lot of i mean you know security issues um and just the user experience issues what would it look like for you know maybe user like you said like the average user that wants to just play a game what would it look like to be interacting with zeta chain it could come in a few different flavors i think my favorite flavor is being almost invisible in this zeta chain future you would download a wallet maybe it's still metamask or whatever and regardless of what chain that game is on that nft you want to buy that asset you want to trade you can just send a transaction and do that thing and all of the different network interactions that need to go on underlying uh is just handled for you and that's enabled by a simpler and like a more robust developer experience that we're offering uh, for cross-chain. Um, I'm trying to visualize it here, but we're on Zeta Chain um, and someone on Solana wants me to send you know, a token to them. Do I just, you, you're just, you're just pasting the address. You don't need to like pick which network it's going to be on. Um, and is that what happens or? That end state is what we imagine developing over time. But in the current state of things where networks kind of do matter still, uh, or at least to a user for their security. Yeah, you would probably say, I want to send to Bob on Solana. And you would just send a transaction from your MetaMask. You would just sign it like an Ethereum transaction normally. And that would all be processed by Zeta Chain right now and sent to the other side. The other cool thing is really like you, you can have a lot of logic on Zeta Chain. So if you wanted to have multiple outputs or results from your application that's also possible you want to split the bill with some some friends and they all are on different networks you could send a single transaction to specify like i want to send to bob ten dollars ashley three dollars and bob's on bitcoin ashley's on solana uh etc and you could just send that sign a transaction on metamask and the application could just distribute all of that in a single transaction. So you wouldn't have to worry about all of these different transaction gas fees. It, it's as if everything's on a single chain. That's amazing. And usually we see that on layer twos, right? But you, uh, Zeta chain is a layer one, maybe diving a little bit more technical, but how does that work here? Um, because it's not necessarily bridging a token. It's not like a wrapped version of something, but you're directly sending the actual, the actual token or our nodes, like, the nodes that run the network are they've kind of two primary parts one is the observer signer part so um, the nodes look at external chains for relevant events like you're sending x to us with some purpose to distribute to other people the nodes pick that up reach consensus on it make sure it's good and are able to sign to any chain we call like outbound transactions with that simple like input output what happens is if you send a transaction to Zeta Chain with some purpose, there's a smart contract on Zeta Chain that can read that message and then process whatever needs to happen for outbound. So whatever effects you want to happen. And that can happen on Zeta Chain. That can happen on other chains. It, it's really up to the application. The cool thing about Zeta Chain is it's able to sign natively and also like hold assets natively. 
as a network. It's not like someone has a key. It's decentralized. No one knows the actual private key uh, of the network. But with that decentralized private key, um, using something called TSS, threshold signature schemes, we're able to sign uh, and send assets to a user um, in a secure manner. Is there more, I guess, details on that? What other um, interactions can users have with these pools? Is it more so just to store native funds to, like, that is the basis of the omni-chain, like, function, like how it works? Yeah, so for omni-chain smart contracts, the first feature we're offering with them is a way to orchestrate assets, so like fungible tokens, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, ERC-20 tokens. And then Uniswap is really just an example of an application you can build on top of it. So you could have your Bitcoin Ethereum pool, but going beyond that, it's it's really up to developers. There are a lot of applications that could really benefit from being omnichain. Top of mind are complex exchange systems like Curve. So uh, you could have pools with many tokens, Bitcoin, Matic, Ethereum, and they would all trade in a single step as well. Uh, and then you get into more DeFi products like Compound, Aave, lending applications. The cool thing about ThetaChain is it offers just general smart contracts. You could build omnichain DAO mechanics, so you could make ways for people to vote from any chain on things for a DAO. You could manage assets and own assets as an entity from any chain. There are things I think that are really cool in identity that have yet to be solved, but could be through this where you could have a single username that you can custody and like send transactions to any chain from. So you can imagine like a at Bob wallet and that has your Bitcoin on Bitcoin network that has your Ethereum on Ethereum network. And if you wanted to rebalance your portfolio or anything like that, you could just send a transaction and DAOs, NFTs, identity are all, um, pretty exciting spaces that we're looking into right now with developers. On the topic of identity, user issue that I run into, right? Like hold your username on every single chain is, is, isn't is actually like not easy. Um, and I mean, it does have like bigger issues because if you have different names on different chains, people, people could be accidentally sending to wrong wallets. Huge use case for something like that. On that, on that topic, though, I was just reading that you guys have over 150K users already on the test net. That's amazing. Yeah, I think we broke the 500K users. It's really nice to have this tight feedback loop of testers and people who are legitimately interested in what we're building. What was it like building up that user base? Are there any like recommendations uh, for people trying to build up you know, similar kinds of communities? How do you support the builders within your ecosystem? Yeah, so I can talk about two pieces there. So first is our testnet. So we called it Athens One Testnet, and we launched an application called Zeta Labs with it, where our community could test and send transactions on this network just to see how it works. And the initial application is uh, DEX. We started with a fixed asset, but really any asset to any asset on any chain. And then we also included a point system where you can earn points that represent your 
contributions to the network. Not only did you gain points for transacting on the network and contributing in that way, but also for inviting people to test to get more diverse testers and contributors. So if you're inviting people, we want to kind of reward and let, let you track that um, contribution because we think that's just as valuable as sending an interesting transaction on the network. That's been a huge growth vector for us. We kind of went viral through that on Twitter where people were just sharing their invite links. And then on top of that, we've been doing some contests and partnerships, NFT that you can claim for doing certain actions on our network. We're super active on Discord, uh, on Twitter, just responding to people, making sure, weeding out issues on Zeta Labs, all that sort of thing. So we're very close to them. And on Zeta Points, it's kind of like gamifying it too, right? Yeah. Just, it, just a quick question. Is, is it on chain, the points? Uh, Zeta Points are not on chain. Uh, they're kind of a reflection of your on-chain actions on top of that invite system. The core points come from doing transactions on Zeta Chain. What's coming up for Zeta Chain? The most immediate one is we'll be releasing some more information and a way for people to start developing on Omnichain smart contracts. So I think this new Omnichain smart contracts layer really completes this toolkit. So you, you as a developer can pick and choose how to architect your application, however makes sense for you. You can minimize fees, uh, minimize steps for users, all of that, and really build that network abstracted experience that uh, we are aiming to support. To date, we have offered cross-chain messaging. That's super exciting, uh, and I think unlocks a lot of use cases that aren't really possible or feasible with messaging. The Omnichain smart contracts in our new testnet will come within the next month. Uh, definitely stay tuned on socials and everything for that. And then beyond that, the next step will be mainnet. So uh, that'll come early next year. Are there any interesting dApps that you are very excited about? I guess top of mind is a pretty large scale DEX that will be launched and then also things like lending and uh, like NFT Fi, I think are pretty interesting for omnichain use cases. And then as you were just talking about that username, identity, and kind of like omnichain wallet of sorts, or like universal wallet of sorts, I would say that's one of my most, uh, or my, my favorites uh, of what we're developing right now. Any advice for founders especially those that want to get into building Omnichain or interoperable dApps? Yeah, I mean, one thing we think about a lot now, and um, I'm sure it'll start to become more and more relevant, is a lot of the approaches to founding and growing over the past couple of years, where it was just kind of like a hype-driven cycle. I, I, I personally don't think those models will work as well, these like pump and dumps and almost scams really moving into the future i think this whole focus on real utility and actually usable ux is going to be really important um, in building products and that omni-chain component is integral to that if you want to abstract things for users in a safe way i think a lot of crypto right now is every l1 is trying to suck like developers, users into their own closed system. And I think that's probably not the right approach. 
for a long term. Our approach, and I think a good approach, is that whole like we're all gonna make it. <laughs> kind of like a rising tide lifts all boats.、Um, if you're doing well,、uh, it should be benefiting the ecosystem、um, and contributing back to the ecosystem. Whether that's in building a new L1 or a new application, I think it applies. And I totally agree. I mean, users first, right? And I mean, like you said, the projects that are built to be pump and dumps are actually more harmful to the users and the ecosystem as a whole. So, sustainable projects,、uh, projects that are what we should be aiming for in the next、uh, phase of this. Very excited to see you in, see Zeta Chain in December Type of Blockchain Week.、Um, the conference theme is around bridge, so I think it's pretty relevant in you know bringing all these different <laughs> ecosystems together.、Uh, so. Looking forward to seeing you there and hearing your talk. Yeah, me too. Really appreciate the time. <laughs>